0: Until Valhalla leads at the 500 metres. We're getting a little bit close now. our canology the outside being
1: ridden up. Northern Eye's peeling three wide. And Mogwai just behind the now scraping
2: paint. Well into the straight. Until Valhalla shows the way. Mogwai had to change course there to come off heels. And now it's throwing down the Gortland to Until Valhalla. Until Valhalla are half in front to Mogwai. Rockola's running on well on the rails. Until Valhalla's still in front. Mogwai's got the job to get there. And Until Valhalla's going to lead all the way. Was able to fend off Mogwai to Went win it by a length and a half.
1: Mailbag preview show, episode 284. Uh, welcome back to Rob Scurry and Jack Dickens. Rob, big day on the Kenzo yesterday for, for us, for us all. But uh, big day on the tipping front from you as well.
0: Oh, cheers, mate. Well, you know, good start backing our own horse and pinging out of the gates and, you know, been a mile, 200 out. Um, so exciting. Full credit Jack. diggings and i mean that man like wow this this is the this is the horse that you wanted to buy not you know with with big money and you've got your some of your best clients into it and you know i guessing uh you know what, what price thousand guineas mate
2: well there was a hundred and one there um thank you rob um my mail is too that rob might have crowed the horse at the 200 <laughs> and screamed up almost the whole way which just adds to my um, joy. But, yeah, like very, very, very cool. Very, very cool. Um, and like genuinely like really good long-term loyal mates that backed us to buy the horse. Um, and uh, and a, like a, a start of a really fruitful so far relationship with Kieran, Ma, and, and particularly Will Bourne uh who we bought it with. Um but Heath Kelly at Punting Form, JJ, Sean Bright, Mick Ryan, and you know, like on top of that all Rob, one of the, the first guys that bought into the horse was the the first ever client of the Malbec in um Turk. So um, you know, lots of uh full
1: circle.
2: Lots of full circle gear going on. Um until until Valhalla won a name too, you know. Share that to the, Sean, Sean Bright, Mick Ryan. Um, uh, here's the
0: one I watched the race with, you know. Um, I, I got so excited for him. I should have made more about it when it, when it jumped so good because, you know, you mapped it three back the fence. There it was. We're just following the stewards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I, might, I might be seeing you sooner than later, mate. Maybe trip, trip up to Sydney um, on mm. the cards. Meet, meet some uh, New South Wales um, racing people.
2: Yeah, Metro winner, um, exciting, very, very exciting debut. What she did was rare, and um, you know, to, to knock over that race like she did, she pulled away from that horse it was a dollar fifty chance. So, um, and she didn't do it like a professional. She's got a lot more to come, oh. I think. And what, what, both what, 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 both what, our man Jono, the the whisperer himself, uh, Scuzz, and the the head trainer in Sydney, both think that she'll be better next preparation. So. Um, yeah, she, she she's busy, not buzzy, but she could she could you know have enough
0: pretty soon. Um, you know we got we are getting late into the spring, um, and there just happens to be a thousand guineas late in the spring. It's usually already run by now, but you know she could she could line up.
1: Indeed, it was a very exciting day, and uh, we look forward to a very exciting weekend of racing. Uh, obviously, Derby Day in Melbourne. Uh, But also a couple of races in New South Wales, if you hadn't heard. Uh, It's Golden Eagle Day. So we'll kick off there. Well, we'll kick off in race seven, which is the Giga Kick Stakes. The Everest winner uh, goes again over 1,300 metres, which you'd assume Rob would, uh, would only improve his ability, do you think?
0: Yeah, I expect him to parade. Like he's gonna, you know, he's he's gonna win. Um, I th- I think they maybe should be closer together, him and Private Eye, uh, in the market because I think Private Eye is is back to that devastating form. Um, when he won this race last year, and um, uh, and Mark Roden mapped it like he couldn't win. Um, uh, but boy, it won that day, and I felt like such a goose. Um, uh, so the two Joe Pride horses, just head and shoulders here, um, should be a great race. Jack, any thoughts here?
2: Um it's a bit of a low race, really, like depth wise isn't it,
0: Rob? Well, as I just said like the Joe Pride horse is just just uh, uh you know taking on group two, you know I, Bella Nipatina, or you know, she's a good horse, but I prefer her on a wet track, maybe in you know, valley she you know she's a good good mare, but she doesn't set up well for her here I mean, on a quick race hill track yeah private I- Pri- privatize a bit of a freak. When he's right
1: I was just having a look at the market And I thought Cascadian seemed a bit short At 8 bucks, yeah. 1300 first up But then having a look, it wasn't far off In the Canterbury Stakes First up in, back in March um, Which obviously that was the Imperator's uh, Artorius race But I mean she's gone to another level Since then I would have thought and,
0: um... he's, he's, he's taken on to You know, he's more a miler You know, 2000 metres Cascadian I did. I did back in one had- day. First up, when Dickens, uh, not Dickens, Pete Antonis got over the top of me on special reward. He was first up in a in a pretty low race, it was a group three or something. He didn't win that day, so I think I think he'd be better with the run. And he should be, you know, twelve sixteen dollars.
2: If you had to bet though, like think about it versus private eye, the prices you're having something small private eye, aren't you? <laughs> it kills me. It kills me. You are.
0: Uh, It has to be. I think they should be a bit
2: closer, shouldn't they? Yeah, that's
0: what I said, Jack, at the start. Yeah, but you know, I said he was too short in the Everest at you know, four odd dollars. He just this horse just makes his own luck and has a will to win, like yeah. But then you you backed him, didn't you? Yeah, I did.
2: Yeah,
0: just because um, you know, cylinder, we'll talk about cylinder later. He was a better result for me in the race, and I thought, um, you know, I was a genius at the 300 when they kind of look like they had it between them. Um, but, yeah, look, I, yeah, I don't know what I'll do on the day, but I'm looking forward to watching the, watching the champion parade and think about it. And he's the champion at the stage. You know, he's just a winner. And his, 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 Sunline is the closest attitude I've seen on a horse.
2: All right. So $3, million, $3 million race. That race looks pretty
1: clear cut in terms of opinions there. We move to the Golden Eagle, which... Probably has a few more opinions. I would have thought. Um, obviously, Hawaii five zero coming out of the Everest. Amelia's jewel, uh, the Kiwi Philly Legato, one of my favourites. Japanese horse there for you, Rob. I won't. I won't make Jack uh, pronounce that one because um, I'm not even going to try it. Uh, what are you thinking here? You got the, even the attrition. Oh, Bamberuma,
0: the two-rack winner. That was great, Jack. Oh, Bamberuma. Bambu. um this is a this is a great race you know i think um but you know good luck finding the winner luck in running obviously um big yard race um we're on pericles last start um legato i love what it did in the um australian guineas we we're on it that day bless you johnno um osipenko you know that wouldn't totally surprise us with the other Waller, you know Waller. you know that should be you know some filthy bookies betting market you know Big odds, Waller, or small odds, Waller, or something, but he's got to be a chance in the race. Um, attrition's drawn tough after a group one win. Um, Amelia's Jewel, how good is it? Um, yeah, great race. Um, you know, good luck finding the winner, indeed. Zach.
2: I love Amelia's Jewel here. Um, this is no better than the, than the two rack. um, probably a fair bit worse, and what. Do no. you think that. this is a stronger Race than the Turok?
0: Yes Got the Kiwi, Legato um, Golden you, Malm, Pericle, who's better you, out you of those You can kind of line up,
1: Attrition Obviously finished second to Legato in the Australian Guineas um, Pretty narrowly and then obviously won The turac. Um, so you can kind of Tie those two in together a bit But you know, you haven't had Hawaii
0: 5-0 mm. Everest runner um. Well, we saw He'll some be... form, form out of that.
2: Well, the, the inevitable. inevitable was in it and got Ted kicked in. The inevitable was back to win the Epsom. Uh, attrition, you can tie through every right race. He's a proper horse. Pinstripe was in, is in the Turak. He went to the um, Cox Plate and did not disgrace himself. Antino should have won on Saturday on Cox Plate Day in a Group 1 race that was actually a Group 2. <laughs> well, that was a better race than this is. Um Amelius Jewel was in that race. See you in Heaven's got ability. Uh, Amenable's got form around Amelius Jewel and other really good horses. Like I, I think the Turak's is as good a race as this horse. Just they just didn't have to donate as much money to get the field there. um And Prior to Jenny's a nice animal that runs around on Saturday as well. So um I just think Amelius Jewel wasn't suited uh race shape or map at all in the turak She's drawn perfectly. D lanes as good as anyone. in Victoria, which makes him as Definitely as good as anyone in Sydney. Um, particularly when the, the bigger like the number one King Kong of Sydney's actually down in Melbourne to ride in the, the proper races on the proper day. Um so that's a that's a <laughs> disappointment, I guess, for the the ridiculous amount of surprise money thrown at this meeting. You've lost your premier rider. Uh he's riding in Melbourne. Um, so that's a that's a like a a, a failure for the for the setup. But it's still a great race, and it still looks a really bettable race on paper. I think anything above four dollars for Amelia's Jules, juicy. If you backed her in the two rack, you just have to back up here and have another bet because she's going to get a such a better run than she got in the two rack. Um, Bo Mertens gets a huge opportunity on attrition. He is like properly good. He he didn't have like the easiest run in the two rack he he never had an easy run he's not going to have an easy run again uh, like if this horse had a drawn a softer barrier i'd be very very keen but i think at the price and the way the market's trending you don't have to overthink it i'd i'd just simply back both the victorian horses coming out of the right races um at at, at reasonably fair to juicy prices and that's attrition and uh, amelia's jewel but great race um is a freak i think she's very very good um and then there's all this, these Uncle Chris horses that they're pretty good, aren't they? But like they sort yeah. of haven't. And like, the Osapenko is like, I wouldn't have been surprised yeah. if Osapenko ran in the Cox plate and went good. You know what I mean? Yeah, so of course. he's he's going great, that horse. He is a good horse. And then we haven't even spoken about the, I think it's maybe the current favorite, you could say. It's not, it's the second favorite on the Betfair Exchange right now. But Hawaii 5 0 is drawn real well. Gay and Adrian are in outstanding form. Can't knock it, I don't think. And um, you haven't mentioned the good orphans, mate? I think. they're Well, they're I think Golden Mile is going to get exposed with the barrier. Yeah. And Pericles um, is is in it's, anything it wants. It's a really nice horse. Yeah, it's it's, it's
0: flying this prep. We're on the last start. Ran ran great.
2: Um, it's a good race, but there's about four or, four or five headliners, which is mm. probably like a bit less than was in the two you know so well, that's well, back to my point a, you know obviously you you're you're very much a sydney man um but well, well, well,
0: but I'm I'm more japanese there's a five star japanese
2: horse here so that makes this race better than the turac
0: yeah cuz you know
2: hey you do you bro
0: okay well what 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 price are you going to put on it is is it, is it is it
2: the japanese horse yeah market
0: okay so I respect it, but you know you, yeah you're happy it, you're happy it's there
2: it'll be made market, and th- therefore I know i'll be having a uh, at least something on it because you'll find it from the yard um, oh. potentially i've got to make it sort of two or three dollars over the market price just to <laughs> cater for Rob pushing it as a like oh just a quality, uh, quality I you, Japanese uh, horse I, back it.
0: i got, I got Kluger right um. And the Denon, I wasn't jabbed in time for to see the Denon Premium. All yeah, I missed one of them when due to COVID restrictions.
1: All right, and- that pretty much sums up the Golden Eagle. I'll be with Legato,
2: obviously. So that's that day right. you were trying to get into the races without the um without, without my passport thing. But 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 you you were showing them your receipts for your in- invermectin saying, "Look, I've been <laughs> smacking this stuff. Let me in."
0: Well, turns out that. that anyway, um. <laughs>
1: there we
2: go.
0: Well, that was a con job. Anyway, um, moving on, Jack. You know, you could look into the COVID stuff, um, if you want, you know, or just just like it was a big deal and now it's not. Now we don't talk about it. So anyway, moving on to Derby Day, the greatest day of the year. Exactly,
2: Amelia Steele. Amelia Steele is my bet in that race with attrition. No look
1: out for Uh, all right, Flemington. Jack, do you want to choose which way you go or do you want to be given some races to talk about? are uh, you do you. What do you want well, me to do? Let's go through the quaddy legs, eh? Uh starting with the Coolmore, which is arguably the best race
2: on the card always, uh, I find on Derby Day. I think it's one of the best races on the calendar. Like mm. what's he well, worth? Twenty twenty million or something? 10, two. Ten percent of that, yeah. It's
0: worth it's worth no. twenty million to the horse who wins it as a start. At least
2: twenty million. Yeah, yeah. the amount of the amount of um, asset value fluctuations in the sort of uh, finishing order of these horses for the connections and, and stud farms, et cetera, is big boy stakes. You know, it's a high roller table this race, and uh, there's a lot of high roller silks. Yeah, there's sheiks. There's Newgate's. There's Cornwall. Oh, oh yeah, James Heron. James he yeah. Is. Shout out to James,
0: the beer the beer guy from um, uh, Malaysia, King's Gambit. Those colours,
1: the interpretation colours are in there.
2: Yeah. yeah, the Chinese. Yeah, Rosie represents... Kerr and Johnny
1: O'Neill have a runner. The Field of Roses
2: colours are in there. Yeah, shout out to Field of Roses, Stratton Angel. What a horse! Um, what and are, probably, probably the best result for for anyone playing at home that just sort of. The little guy Stapati just to just a to bad. run away with it would be would be uh, interesting. Or if V eight could win as a grunt, interesting um, <laughs> interesting spread of stallions represented here. Hmm. Not not as many big sort of boys as you'd anticipate of of the sale prices at these yielding sales.
1: and Excel the favourite, Snitzel the second favourite,
2: but there's a lot of Snitzel. Snitzel's probably Snitzel's probably won the. They're like over under on runners in a callmore, but he hasn't won the race yet. Anyway. So extreme,
0: extreme extreme choice has got
2: a runner. There's a real steel. Japanese horse. Rob doesn't even know it. Look at his eyes. That's his eyes when he's when he's doing math. He's doing research funners at home. She light. Like. Yeah, there it is. Who's he by? Who's real
0: steel by?
1: Deep it's
0: impact. Another Japanese horse. Deep Impact. The legend. The hero.
1: The sire of science. Mm-hmm.
2: All, All
0: right. right. Do you like cylinder-worthy favourite? You know, Shinzo, uh, no for me. Um, cylinder-worthy favourite, what price will it get to Jack Dickens?
2: Um, I, I think something will happen, but I don't know what it will be. Rem- remember last uh, year, Shin- Shinzo set- might start like four bucks. You know, it's drawn yeah. really nice. It can get a much softer run than it had last start. Um, I think the only horses that have somewhat tricky maps that I doubt get backed: uh, Don Corleone, I Am Unstoppable, Arkansas Kids, Stratton Angel, Nadal, She Light, and Treasury. Now, Stratton Angel's been cleaned up like uh, overnight this morning, but still to nine dollars. Um. As a rule down the straight, you want to be midfield or, or forward. Obviously, these are horses that have been like stretched to get to here, some of them, and, and some of them being aimed at this and just cuddled to this point. So you'd anticipate a fair margin from first to last horse in this race, and, and sometimes that sort of indicates the bias or the pattern isn't as relevant. But I I think the race is... Deep, fascinating, and very hard to sort of stamp, which as a starting point then sort of turns me off, falling into the Shinzo cylinders, King's Gambits, anything sort of single figures, because I have a lot of respect for a lot of these horses. I think that the most responsible way to wager in this race at this early stage is the $14 available for the 11 Osmosis for Rachel King. Newgate buy... It's got a big SP edge versus uh is it Don Corleone or King's Gambit last start? King's other than Gambit. that, it's other than that it's undefeated. Um Yeah, started two forty-five versus
1: five dollars King's
2: Gambit. Yeah. It just gets so you- the right map from the right barrier. Um there's a heap of speed, so she can't go too slow. So you come well, up I- to
0: my my neck of the woods and pick the worst runner. <laughs> The Sydney horses at the biggest price. Okay, so so it's, it, it, fucking none, none, absolutely none. Wow, but Saturday horse. It's not a. It's not a stud. It's not a Coolmore stud stakes horse.
2: Well, we'll find out on Saturday. Uh, Newgate okay. think it is. Who so are pretty good at finding out the right ones.
0: Okay, um, okay. I think King's Gambit's not much good either. Um, yeah, you yeah,
2: potentially could be right, but there's there's no juice in Cylinder's price. There's minimal juice in Shinzo's price.
0: Well, I, I'm I'm happy to kind of risk Shinzo a bit. Remember, I was keen about home affairs in this race last year. It was like tens into fives. I don't think that'll be happening here. I think this one will be going the other way. But, you know, there's two, you know, you can get a nice little conflation. there. Two egg on my face. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to risk him and certainly osmosis.
1: Do we take I, it? I, do we Sorry, take him out of uh, Shinzo synthetic hoof filler for the first time or do we just... Uh, no, no, don't worry about I'm that just, stuff. I'm
2: it's, I just think It's one it, of the best it, to ever do it. It's a huge opportunity for this guy to be worth an absolute mozza. Golden Slipper winner, Coolmore Stud winner. Like, You, you think yeah. they're worried about $7 million in the Everest? It's just, It's like confetti compared to what it's worth if he wins this as a three-year-old. I think mm, he'll explode. Right. I thought his jump out or trial, whatever we call them, down the Flemington straight was uh, really tidy work. I think he'll run a huge race. I, I think most of these will run a huge race. I think the ones at odds that are, like, for people playing at home, they don't want to just sort of stake into six horses here and just get a, like a little earn out of the race. They want to have a bet. And mm. I think V8 and Osmosis uh the the value in the race with maybe the 14 Moravia or the goat and Michael Friedman. Um, but I I would not be surprised if almost anything won the race. Is the outside fence in play at all? Yeah, but so is the inside. This is race six of a, on the, on the best track in Australia by fairway. It should just be like momentum, luck and running, um, the usual stuff, not like oh, they were on the inside, they were on the outside. Mm. Not like an Everest.
0: Yeah, not like a Ramwick track. Mm. <laughs> yeah. laney trying to find that lane eight at Ramwick, you know. Um right.
1: yeah, just right. this
2: fascinating stuff going on like this. Cellulise, it's it's number out of Mooney Valley last Saturday for Oliver and uh Stanley was, was quite good. You know. I don't just, have... if 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 most of these horses win, the Dutch ruddering of the training performance will be is like at the peak of racing's powers because they'll all just be like, Oh, can you believe that's the craftsmanship and the horsemanship to get this horse to peak on this day off a you know off Mooney Valley run or out of the Everest or what? out of the corfield Guineas back to twelve hundred, freshened up, exploded that... down the straight.
0: What price, Uncle the Cry if Shinzo wins? Oh, dollar
2: twelve. No, dollar six because he's in it. I'd cry too. Yeah, fair
1: enough. He was trying on something less uh, I can't remember what horse it was, less sort of impactful than a Cornwall recently. So I'd say dollar twelve, you'd be taking that. Okay. Um all right, that'll do us for the Cornwall stud. We'll move into the Derby. Um Riff Rocket. $2.40 favorite after failing at very short odds. Um, last start, what was it? twenty eight went under to sunsets. Jackie, are uh, uh, steering yourself away from Riff Rocket based on that?
2: No, not at all. Um, classic Uncle Chris stuff, back to Flemington where it exploded, Grand For Honor where it's going to explode again. Um, I think he deserves to be favorite and he probably start uh, closer to like two dollars and two fifty. Um he's a logical horse here. here. there's no reason to get off him. Yeah. If you if you like him, he's drawn perfectly. He's got J Mac, it's Uncle Chris. It's classic stuff. It'll go very close. Um I think Apulia might drift, but can definitely win. Um relished a really brutal tempo last week at Mooney Valley. Like it'll it'll sort of go one way or the other off that. And um these type of races, it is, I think, a lot more risky than normal as a punter trusting stables. But yeah, you, ha- you still have to do it if you want to bet. But like, it's either now or never for this this like to win a derby sort of thing, you know. Mm. Whereas if this was a horse backing up off a brutal tempo Saturday to Saturday in August, I would completely trust the stable to to get it right. But you're always going to sort of lean a little bit more to, to just roll on the dice at this time of year. Um I think Verdad's flying. I mm. think it's a really good animal. Uh I think air assault's a big prize versus what he started versus those two last week. And um that's probably how I see Not the race yet. at the moment. It certainly drops away. Um yeah.
0: You've got a whole but, lot of uh roadblocks here. So luck and running is gonna play a big big key.
2: Bussett and Young are actually going pretty good. They've sort of come hot the right time with sunsets. There's a yard, though, as well. I just think, um, like, Lindsay likes it um, and has backed it, and, you know, he said he woke up yesterday, looked at the barrier draw, and went back to sleep. <laughs> maybe a little tear in his eye. <laughs> oh, puppy, it's, maybe, a re- it's a
0: cruel, cruel game. The 2,500-metre start, it's just...
2: Yeah, it's really yeah. Rough. So it's a, tough it, the, a bad barrier at this start for anyone who's not, um, you know, real sick. It's pretty bad. So they jump about halfway down the straight, Rob. Roughly
0: more than it's almost near the clock tower. Might be in front.
2: Yeah. So like, if you go to Flemington on Saturday and you just go down the lawn, you can watch them all. You know, huddle behind the barriers and watch that type of racing, which you don't get often. Get to see, which is pretty cool if you get into the game. It's just, um, off, but they off, jump off. and then they have got to find spots and they go to sleep. But this is a big field, so the the snick is going to be uh, attacks, or or intent to get across will be attacks. If sunset gets sent, favourite to be four wide for the first corner
0: and working. Going Whereas forward.
2: riff rocket's just going to be sleep, probably third pair. Mm.
1: But Verdad's yeah. done pretty well, really, considering how quick it went. Um, in the vase.
2: yeah, I think he's a really good horse. I yeah. think he was uh, not suited in the Caulfield Guineas and Brave. He was uh, just got sort of got handled at Moonee Valley when he came from the big Bendigo win and um, got beaten by Griff. That came out and won the Caulfield Guineas, but I think he, you know, with a bit more luck. An intent in that run at Mooney Valley, which might have been the VARS, maybe. Um, VARS was the one just been... Yeah, yeah. well, it wasn't that then. Uh, you backed it. Was... it stud, stake w- we, stud stakes. We backed it. And uh, I think mm, with a yeah. little bit more intent earlier, he wins that race. Um, yes. He should be able to camp just behind speed here. That's
0: the thing. Yeah, he's
1: a Mitchell. horse with
2: nice speed. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, all right. We've got the, the warning from Zoom to. Get through uh yeah. the next couple of races here. So we'll go that oh, we'll skip the last one. Oh, you'll probably want to talk about the Damien Oliver. So we'll quickly go over the Empire Rose looks wide open based on the market. Uh, alcohol free is at three runs in a row. Everest invitation. And now this Empire. Yeah, I think
0: it is. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly improving that that horse, it played it better and ran better again. I, I hated it in, in the Everest. Um, it just looks a funny old prep
2: for it. Yeah, um, that that's a problem with this horse though, right? It's it just it looks like and wants and I want it to be a dot ball, but mm. it now gets out to a mile, which probably suits it way more, and it goes to Melbourne Way, and it's drawn barrier five. And another yeah, I want to. I short... want to just like get rid of it but you can't I don't think you can. mate one
0: in two number ones win this race every year the way it is the set weights and penalties <laughs> check it out the first day um I, I like i like the, i like uh the, the freaking jmac ride i wish he wasn't here i wish he was in sydney
1: number
0: four um, i life. feel like four i feel like i'm paying a tax um just improving beautifully. Um, obviously, I'm concerned about Whistler. Less enough for me. All right.
2: Um, I don't have an. I don't have a strong view yet on this race. To be honest, right. um, I think Alcohol Free is going to get the absolute PR perfect run um, for Opie Bossom from a perfect barrier. I think it's very much suited to the trip it's getting to. But there are a lot of Victorian horses here that are flying and. It'll also be relevant. It's late in the day. You just got to pivot a little bit to how the track's race. So prior to Jenny will roll forward. Law Lass will roll. Rote to Arataki should roll. Those three horses are airborne. Particularly prior to Jenny, a little bit fresher. Uh, I think that they're the, they're the locals that are most likely to sort of um, get it done. Um, I think Deny Knowledge loses PIN. It's a really big negative. Um, Jamie Carr goes on. Great rider, but I just would much prefer Billy Pinn on this horse. He's riding really well on on her. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
1: All right. Um, Speaking of, Opie Boston, great ride on, albeit the... Imperator is pretty easy
2: right? but um, ah, phenomenal riding. No, yeah. it shouldn't be underestimated how good that was. The bravery that takes, if that comes on he gets abused by the bubbles and onies like you've never heard before in your life. Mm. You know, why would you change your pattern?
1: She used to race close to speed. Yeah. Oh,
0: what about the imperators into Equinox? That was free money, should have been, should have been a tip. Other than we haven't talked about the tipping, Mr. Brightside, I feel I'm, I'm
1: now gone. That didn't get up. Oh, oh, you on that. that? That sounded like yeah. It. <laughs> what was I on? Taunting, which was also just... Ah, that was crook. And as I almost took a Romantic Warrior. As you suggested, my my sixteen dollars shot was a great run, but didn't win. Um, all right, the Damien Oliver, couple of uh, Godolphin horses you know well here, Rob Villana. Uh, I oh, actually Tamerlane was in Victoria
0: that's the just folk form isn't it yeah uh, I've seen you've seen both yeah. uh sorry mate yeah I, I have seen both of them yeah they're, they're very nice horses um yeah look I really haven't looked at the race to be honest um Bellano, I thought it should have gone better first up um it and there's old Colino off a of win prefer him fresh Duttory hasn't done anything for a long time. Tough race, old welter horse, Bander snatched. Does he get every chance, Jack Dickens?
2: Yeah, he does. Barrier Six, Geordie Childs. Um. Has to It's a tricky race, though. You know. There's angles everywhere. I really wanted to find King Magnus when I started working on the race. Love the map. Love the horse. Like it at Flemington. Um, sort of a bit of a different form line to the others, but it's hard to get its rating anywhere near enough to to justify a bet. I really like Munamek, the setup it's got here, but I hate the barrier, and I think the price is a bit sort of like, how are you going? I think Tamerlane's going to start shorter than four bucks, is where I sort of uh, concluded, and be pretty hard to beat, but I'm not at this stage convinced I want to have a good bet, because this is full of horses that can run on, and it's a tricky 400-meter start and it's, the map's really hard to predict in this race at this stage without any scratchings and 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 with potentially a really fair track. But then if it sort of starts to be a bit run-on-y or a bit um, rails and runny or whatever, that'll change this map and change the pattern of this race, which will affect it. I think that there's holes in the race for sure, but even a horse like um, here to shock, I, I kind of think he's going pretty good. But $11 is no spoil for it either, so... Um, tricky race If I had to have a bet right now It would be the favourite Tamerlane at the 420 I think you'll beat SP if you back Tamerlane now
1: Alright Cool Rob, best bet Are you ready or, for it? Yeah, I, I
0: think I'll go a tissue Even though I'm paying the JMAC tax Or, or maybe, you know I could almost go Tamerlane and be opportunistic Because that probably will come in off barrier 1 and 1400 uh,
2: Let's go a tissue Alright Dickens. Mooney Valley. Friday night. Race two. Number four. Perovich. Okay.
1: Perfect. Um got a little bit of time here for my best bet. Tao Tauron, toad Tauronga. Toadonga.
2: <laughs> how like how are we supposed to be able to pronounce these words when you can't even do it? I
1: did it. I
2: just did it. Ha honger. Toadonga. Tauranga.
1: Yeah. Uh, number race, race two, number four, Onera. Um, been very good in all its four starts so far. Had a little break. Um, tr- had a trial win since. Um, uh, yeah, basically top against the top horses, the top fillies. Um, and comes back to a little 1,200-meter race here. Um, as I said, trialled well. And the second favorite has just been beaten up on some South Island horses, which I don't, you know, sort of rate. Southies, exactly, um, and comfortably beat it in a trial. So I think um, probably I'd, I'd say it's as good a bet as I've ever given on the show. Two dollars
2: ten. Matthew, oh, look, like like you know, you know what Rob wants to do. Yeah,
0: I'm going to send that as a bet for the for the <laughs> Max units right right now. <laughs> Do it, baby. Yeah. All right, boys. Have a good weekend. Derby day, everyone. Gamble Enjoy responsibly. Gamble responsibly.
1: Awesome, yeah. Thanks, guys.